Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's me, your old pal. Don't, don't worry now, don't be afraid. It's good to be here, though it is also very weird to be here. I have been more like America's dad than ever before. It's the boys, and we're doing Star Wars. We're doing the first three Star Wars. We're doing the three Star Wars. We might do the others later. <laughs> Hello, patrons, and welcome to Now That's Podcasting. <laughs> Uh, a, uh, a limited run miniseries uh, where Luke and I review, review, cover, talk about the Star Wars saga. Yeah, we're going to do all of the... So we're taking it in threes. So this one's about mm-hmm. the prequels. The next one's going to be about the original trilogy. And then the last one will be about the sequel film. Sam, I am so fucking excited to finally be here doing this yes. with you. Yeah, we've been we've been talking about doing this. I think since we started the Patreon, if yeah, not before, yep. and um, we kept kind of loosely talking about when we were going to do it, and then this week you sprung it on me <laughs> like a bear trap. Yeah, I just wanted a Star War. I wanted a unit of Star War, and that unit I needed it to be a film. And my go-to is Phantom Menace, which we're going to talk about probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just sent it to you and said I'm watching this, and then it sort of snowballed. So here we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you told me that, and so then I did, of course, uh, boot up the uh, 2000 uh, TV series Star Wars, um, <laughs> following the the adventures of Commander Nymphet and her droid Six of Niner aboard the SS Deep Thruster. This seems um, like a like a more of a Star Trek universe uh despite the name yeah it does kind of seem more like a more like a star trek thing um now is this not the one that you watched um did it did it have a small child doing very fast nascar racing um i i don't i don't think so I, i really don't think there was a child in here um can i can i actually can i read you the the top review for it on oh. IMDb. <laughs> I wish you would. I have 10 out of 10. I have no regrets. I just have no regrets and neither should you. I was watching movie while my parents were having an argument to divorce and put me up for adoption. 10 out of 10. The movie was so good. I couldn't hear my parents. Huh? So yeah, I, 
Oh, someone said eight out of ten lack of lightsabers. Um, mm. And seven out of ten very good visuals. However, the plot doesn't relate to the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird though is that uh, I'm looking at reviews of Phantom Menace right now. In that mm-hmm. first review about drowning out an argument that your parents are having, they they also posted it on this one. Mm. So how weird is that? For for the Phantom Man ass. For the Phantom Man ass. Um, so yeah, we've we've got off target though here, Sam. You, we you have, did you we did have. watch the uh, the prequels all the way through, right? All oh yeah, seven hours of these movies. Is it seven? Yep, cumulatively oh, it's seven shit. hours. Shit. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, I did. Um, Luke, I want to. I, yeah, I do want to hear about your experience watching these movies. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think so. This is this is part of why we wanted to do this because it's an interesting dynamic between the two of us. Because I am a huge Star Wars nerd, um, mm-hmm. but I'm a specific flavor of nerd, which is I grew up watching the original trilogy. Uh, on VHS over and over and over and at one point in time I had read all of the extended universe books mm-hmm. for that time so like roughly high school um, and then so obviously I grew up with the, the prequels as well so really into those just from the childhood nostalgia standpoint um, and then the sequels came out and we'll get to those I'll let those exist mm-hmm. in their own time capsule um, yeah and now there's just this like huge wealth of Star Wars out there. Like, there's a ton of new properties that I have not, Sam, I have not even had the chance to start chipping away yet. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into my relationship. Okay, uh, in a minute. <laughs> yeah, all that to say, the prequels are a happy place for me. I had a lovely time watching all three of these. I do have my quibbles, <laughs> specifically with the second one. Um. But yeah, I I had a lovely time. I mean, as evidenced by the fact that I initiated this entire experience for us Mm -hmm. by saying that I wanted to watch Phantom Menace uh, and then throwing it on and suckering you into this. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was a great time. Plus, uh, my roommate is also a huge Star Wars nerd and also really likes the prequels. Um, So we got to watch the first two together, which was a lot of fun because we had a lot of like back Mm -hmm. and forth about different Star Wars points. Uh, And then, uh, sadly, she couldn't make it for the third one. So that was a Mm. solo adventure. But, Sam, we pulled out all the stops. We had popcorn. We had hot chocolate. Fuck yeah. Uh, One night I made uh, corned beef. So we had a really nice corned beef cabbage and mashed potatoes while we were watching Star Wars. Very Um, sort of space appropriate. Oh, extremely space appropriate. I don't know. I just... I had the time of my life and I'm so excited to be here so Sam excellent (laughs) which I just realized in the history of this podcast I don't know that I've had a better watch which is kind of sad (laughs) it is it's just a little bit of a bummer that that your peak now for watches is the Star Wars prequels yeah it's seven hours of Star Wars prequels universally (laughs) panned (laughs) Star Wars prequels so, okay, did you watch them three days in a row? I'm trying to remember. Yes. Yeah, so okay. one one each day over a course of three days. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, let me... My relationship with Star Wars is a complicated one. Mm-hmm. 
Tell the doctor uh, about it. The doctor is in. Yeah. Yeah, let me lay down on this fainting couch. Um, I... I think it has to do with my relationship with my mother. Mm-hmm. No. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, um, I remember I watched, like, the original trilogy when I was, like, growing up, and I enjoyed it. And then times when I have revisited it, I have not enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I also remember watching the prequels in theaters, and I think I liked them then. But I've had this weird relationship with Star Wars where... I like the mythos of it, and I like mm-hmm. the universe. Um, I do very much like the world that they created, the the lightsabers, the technology, the sort of, like, kind of mysticism, but also, mm-hmm. like, the futuristic shit. I don't like Star Wars properties. Mm, now talk and to me about is, that. The, the movies, the TV shows, yeah. a lot of them as uh, particularly, like, from like I would say maybe middle high school on, mm-hmm. didn't enjoy them. Yeah, Just flat out did not enjoy them. Uh, games sometimes it really depends. Yeah, but I was going to mention not... that your your entry point into Star Wars more so than me, in a lot of cases is through video games, which I find very fascinating. Yeah, I mean like um, I still fondly remember Star Wars Battlefront Two, the original one, not mm-hmm. the one that came out recently. Um, also universally I, panned. Uh, no the the original one was universally loved. Oh no, yeah, I'm talking about the one that just came out. Oh yeah, I I get. I don't actually know where people stand on that one. I now. think I think that's the one that had like a shitload of microtransactions. And you could like yeah, that you could right. buy Darth Vader or whatever and just stomp people. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, but the original one, never played it online, only played against bots. It was a good fucking time. And it was actually how I learned the locations of like prequel movie settings. Mm. Like I knew <laughs> did I know Utapau from uh Revenge of the Sith? No, I knew it from Star Wars Battlefront 2. Nice. Uh that that's sort of my weird entry point. Yeah. Um and and I think that probably colors why I like the sort of like universe and like tech and stuff sure. like that over the actual like plot and yeah. characters. I mean I want to get into this later, and this is way too earnest for this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think that you've you've globbed onto the thing about Star Wars, which is that the universe that George Lucas created is phenomenal. Like it's mm-hmm. truly, it's like Harry Potter levels of intricacy and coolness as yes. far as the universe goes. Um, and the the dips that we've had into that universe through the movies and various other properties have been pretty hit or miss. But the world itself is easily the best part of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, he, he, what what he has basically done is taken samurais, told them to murder Nazis, mm-hmm. and then put it all in space. <laughs> there's, there's no way it's bad. Yes. Sam, you've given me the best description of Star Wars <laughs> I have ever heard. Yeah. Well, that's why the universe is great. Mm-hmm. Samurais chopping up Nazis with fucking laser swords in space. Fuck yeah, yeah sign me up. Yes, but yes, like, yes, yes. I don't, I don't want to watch the shit that they give me. Like the Mandalorian, I won't touch it. Book a book a Boo Boo Fett. Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no thank you. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate look, that you. Is, yeah. That is not what we're here for. No, it is we're not. We're here for the prequels. And, and let yeah. me quickly describe my experience watching the prequels. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot that you, <laughs> to ask, like, how was your watch? Yeah. Hey, look, that's how this episode's going to be, baby. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be all over the place. Um, so we're having uh, our house painted yeah. uh, this week, and I didn't want to uh, make the painter listen to me watch The Phantom Menace while I'm supposed to be working. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> which, boy, we're going to have a problem if my boss ever starts joining the Patreon. Um, so so I started watching it on my computer up here, uh, and then he left, so I went and watched downstairs and uh, I finished episode one. Yeah. And I was starting to do the math on how long I had before friend of the podcast Jillian came over. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was going to immediately jump into episode two. Which is honestly not a bad idea just to railroad these things into each other. Yeah. And so I I was all set to do it, and then she texted right before I hit play and was like, hey, is it cool if I come now? And I was like, sure. Yeah. So so instead, I watched uh, episode two this morning, mm-hmm. first thing, and then um, I paused uh, to shower and eat lunch, and Luke, I'm not going to lie to you, felt very bummed out for a while, and then I watched episode three. <laughs> That's the Attack of the Clones effect right there. And we're going to talk about that second movie, my man. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, I didn't think I was going to have fun. Yeah. I won't lie. I mm-hmm. really thought this was going to be challenging. And man, I had so much fun. Yes. Yes, Sam. I had yes. so much fun. And all I want to do now is watch more Star Wars. Yes. Fuck yes, man. You don't know how happy it makes me to hear those words tumble out of your lips. Oh, my God. All I want now is just like, can we can we do the next ones now? Mm-hmm. And we so, can. Uh, oh, man. Can we? Yeah. Uh, is my wife happy about that? No. <laughs> no, she is not. Um, she does not like Star Wars. And in fact, uh, when I was starting episode three... Uh, I did ask her what she feels when she hears the theme music, <laughs> and uh, she said, anxiety, pure, unbridled anxiety. We played, this is a peek behind the curtain, in high school mm-hmm. marching band, of which we, all three of us, were members. <laughs> we <laughs> we played the Star Wars theme, so I don't know, maybe she's got some unresolved stuff from high school. I- I think it is because of the the marching band show. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we uh she had never seen the original trilogy, so in college, we uh we tried to expose her to that, and she hated it. Mm. So um, she she yeah. was not happy when I told her that we were gonna do all the Star Wars movies. Uh, and then when I told her that we had six more to go, she was even <laughs> less happy. <laughs> Which is a good segue into something I want to say very early on with this, which is that Star Wars is some people's defo not cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people definitively do not like Star Wars, and that's fine. And some people really, really, really like Star Wars. 
Yes. Which is honestly, that's fine. But don't come mm-hmm. at me. Don't come at either of yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look. If you're the kind of person who is staying two nights at that new Star Wars mm-hmm. hotel at Disney and paying six grand for that, d- please don't talk to us. Yeah. Because. <laughs> This is, I mean, I'm I'm feeling like we're going to go hard on the universe here. And the, remember, this is, I have the knowledge of a guy who read all those books roughly 13 years ago. <laughs> so I'm going to fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> and if that and incenses you, please do not come after me. Yeah. And I have the knowledge of a guy who just played Star Wars Battlefront 2 <laughs> by himself against bots a whole, whole lot. Yeah. For sure. So just just a big fat disclaimer on this. We're here to have fun. So we're going to talk about yeah. things and goof goof them up real good. But uh, I know for some people this is like ride or die. So yeah. Um, I want to get this out of the way real quick, Luke. Yeah. Of of these, which what's your ranking? Okay. I want you to rank them. Easy. Well, actually, I take it back. I'll give you what my ranking was. And mm-hmm. what I think my ranking is now. Okay. Okay. So previously, I, I would have said three, one, two. Mm-hmm. So Revenge of the Sith, uh, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Um, yeah. Now, I'm kind of thinking one, three, two, my man. Okay. Okay. You know what? Mm-hmm. I think, I think we're in the same spot both in the past and now because here's a fun fact. I saw all of one. I saw all of three. I have never in my life seen all of two in one sitting. (laughs) I don't know what happened, but for some reason in my whole life, I never saw episode two. Yeah. And I I remember when I was younger, I really liked episode three. I hated episode one. And now, honestly, I I was really dreading starting episode one. Yeah. And it's great. It's a great movie. It's so good. Yeah. Let's just dig into it because um, obviously it was universally panned when it came out. Uh, Yeah. There were things like midichlorians and Jar Jar Binks that people hated about this movie. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Uh, Here's the other. I got to tell you. I didn't even hate Jar Jar that much. I don't hate Jar Jar either. Yes, a, buddy. He's a flesh duck and he's bizarre <laughs> and possibly racist. I don't really know. Yeah. But he's fine. He he's ends fine. Up becoming a fucking senator. And he does a bang up job as a senator. Other well. than other than giving emergency <laughs> powers to the chancellor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than voting for Space Hitler, yeah. he does a great job in the Senate. Yeah, but for a little old bog creature to go <laughs> yeah. all the way to the Galactic Senate. Um, yeah, I'm with you. There are a lot of things about this movie that people hated at the time. Uh, and honestly, they're all fine. It's a great movie. Yeah, like I I was actually reading the other day that apparently the kid who played Anakin mm-hmm. in the first movie... Uh, was so hated uh, that he like basically had to quit acting and like his parents have like begged people to stop like giving him a lot of shit. He's great. Yes. 
Yeah, he yeah, does yeah. a really good job, and he's a really cute kid. Yes. Yeah. Why would you be mean to this boy? Yeah. I just... It's hard to parse now. And what the, mm-hmm. the arguments at the time were all about how people like Jar Jar were making it so that the series was very silly. But I put yeah. it to you. We're going to watch these these next three movies. Star Wars is not a serious set of films no and i i really think it shines when it isn't being serious yes 100 percent. it's here you're supposed to have fun with it it's like a good marvel movie like the idea is to have a lot of fun with it Mm-hmm. yeah it's just i like is the kind of background setting of all this a dispute over tariffs mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> which as a 30 year old man a little bit compelling. Yeah. I won't lie to you. Um, hey, really quick. That's the thing that we talked about in our little back and forth was talking mm-hmm. about how as kids, you're like, fuck yeah, pod pod racing. I was going to say podcasting. Now that's podcasting. Now that's podcasting. <laughs> um, but you're like, fuck yeah, pod racing and lightsabers and Darth Maul. He's badass. Now as adults, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, man, they got an interesting tariff situation happening here. Yeah. I mean, they've got a whole trade federation. This mm-hmm. is kind of fascinating. Yeah, who's uh, paying taxes t- to who? Yeah, tell me more about this, George. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I want to talk about pod racing right fucking now. Let's talk about pod racing, which is one of the things people hated most about this movie. That, uh, yeah, so I'm really curious to hear what you thought of it. It's so good. Yes. Yes, it's it is. so good. And you know what was, uh, I think, my favorite part about it and what I really think they nailed about the pod race? Mm-hmm. The sound effects. Oh, I was about to Holy say. shit. When I was a kid in the theater, hearing Sebulba's pod racing engines go, Yes. It's so Good. Mm-hmm. And like in the fact that uh, Anakin sounds like uh, a Formula One car on fucking cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And all the sound effects, like the, the energy couplings and the like crash sounds. Um, yes. The Foley. It, uh, I mean, universally, the Foley in Star Wars is phenomenal, but mm-hmm. especially the pod racing. Yeah, well, and even just, like, uh, all the fucking switches he's flicking mm-hmm. in that thing. It, yeah. It's got this very, like, tactile uh, aspect to it that that just feels good. Yes. And I remember hating it originally, and I was watching it going like, what the fuck was wrong with me? This is mm-hmm. fun as hell. It's so fun, which, again, is, like... All the complaints about the movie, it's like if you just go in, and I know you and I both have struggled with this at various times during this podcast, but if you go in Mm -hmm. and just turn your brain off and just enjoy the space opera, where, as you put it, samurais are tasked with killing Nazis, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) it's a great time. Yes, it's so good. Like, okay, Um, like... He's cool as a fucking cucumber in that thing. Who, uh, Anakin? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, man. 
And in fact, they used the same like shot of him multiple times, which I think a little bit part of me thinks it was actually just a photo because he is completely unmoving, <laughs> just like kind of set off to the side. Yeah. Um, and stuff's moving around behind him, but he isn't. Yeah. And so it does feel like they took a photo of him. Yes. And, I know exactly like, what you're talking about. Yeah. But he's he's so fucking cool. Like his goddamn pod racer is on fire, mm-hmm. and he's just like, I'll flick the switch a little bit. I'll I'll jimmy it and get the, I'll one of my engines has flown off, and I'm just gonna coolly get my magnet stick out there mm-hmm. and just kind of <laughs> right back on. It's like what this guy's like ten, yeah, and he's braver than I am, yeah. Oh, yeah, which is another thing that actually I pointed out about Qui-Gon uh, in this movie, old Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm-hmm. Um, he, the dude is unflappable because, like, shit yeah. happens. Like, So, for context, they haven't seen a Sith in a thousand years. Nobody believes mm-hmm. the Sith exist anymore. Then they're on Tatooine, and there's Darth Maul speeding towards Anakin. So, guy sees Sith, sees lightsaber... And his first thought is not. It'd be like seeing Bigfoot on a go kart mm-hmm. running straight towards you with a gun. With a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and his first reaction is not what the fuck. It's duck. He tells Anakin to duck, and then immediately yeah. starts fighting him. Like, holy shit, Qui Gon. Now I put it to you, Qui Gon, a little bit too unflappable in some situations, like when. Um... <laughs> He shows up and uh, Watto, who again looks like, now this is my one complaint, because Watto does look like George Lucas was maybe reading the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it, but now that you bring it up, yeah. It, it didn't look good. Um, but no, so uh, Qui-Gon is like dealing with Watto. And uh, Anakin is like, oh, are you going to end slavery? And he goes, no, I'm not here for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's just a, I, what I wrote down was, no, I don't care about slavery. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey Qui-Gon, this is one of those times where you should be flapped. Yeah, should have been a little bit flapped. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, cool as a cucumber, much like Anakin and the pod racing. Um yeah, dude, I took so many notes in this series. Uh, let me just check out. Well, really quick, I did want to bring this up. Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but are you aware of Darth Jar Jar theory? Uh, I have I have come across it, but I don't know that I fully recall it. Okay. So Darth Jar Jar theory, which has been kind of confirmed by the guy that played Jar Jar, is mm-hmm. that Jar Jar Binks is actually a Sith Lord. And has this like drunken master uh, fighting style. So okay. there's YouTube clips you can look up where they dissect like how he interacts on a battlefield and how he does these crazy like dodge rolls and stuff to to get around stuff. But the the crux of it all is that uh, Palpatine was never going to be the big bad. That it was instead going to be Jar Jar. But the people's reaction to Jar Jar in the first movie was mm-hmm. so visceral and he was so hated that they abandoned the whole thing. Uh, oh, shit. So I, I just want to ask you really quick. Do you think these movies would have been, would have been better if Jar Jar Binks were the Sith Lord? Ah, uh, ooh. 
I honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Um, because I did write down during the first one, Jar Jar Binks, secret military genius. Yes. Um, see, you're tracking. But there is something compelling about Palpatine. And actually, I take it back. I don't think the theory is that he was going to replace Palpatine. I think it was that he was uh, a Darth above Palpatine. Uh, mm. That he was the one sort of really pulling the strings. Because Palpatine even, shows up in the, the later films. So Yeah. I mean, even that. Well, he was in the first one, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Darth, Darth yeah, Sidious okay. is, in, is in the original trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Even that, I don't know that that would be better, yeah. per se. I th- I think it would... I think it would be too busy. I think it would be too. Yeah, Cause, I agree. Because, like, one, I did try to watch these movies um, in such a way as though I did not know what happened in the original trilogy. Interesting. Now, that's I a really tactic. I tried to kind of kind of section that off and be like i'm just watching this like i've never seen star wars before in my yeah. life yeah 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 and honestly it's a great on-ramp mm-hmm. um because you don't get a lot of like the heavy combat shit and like the first one is really just setting up a world yes the first uh, one is all about world building for sure and and so it works really well that way mm-hmm. uh but but i think if you had introduced kind of a second big bad villain who was like a, a like a twist mm-hmm. on top of Palpatine kind of being a twist yeah I don't I don't think it would have worked yeah I don't think so either I think it I think it's too much salt in the soup it would have yeah. it would have messed up the whole thing um of yeah course it, it is I think a really effective uh, way to set up the original trilogy so that you know everything that like went into Darth Vader being Darth Vader. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to talk about this later, but I'll do it now and just really quickly because again, you know what? Fuck it. This one's going to be a little bit more earnest than a usual uh-huh. episode. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Fucking just spitting truths over here. I think people give the prequels a lot of shit, but watching them all together um mm-hmm. They do a really, really good job of setting up the the tr- original trilogy. Yeah. I mean, like, phenomenal. In, in a way that, like... I mean, I think, like, one of the final shots of episode three basically mirrors, like, the opening shot of four. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it does. And even the technology gradient, because like we see the clone army and you see like proto star destroyers and proto at at walkers and stuff. And like there's a very clear through line between what it's trying to put down in the world building sense and then where it is when we open with a new hope. Well, and it's it's kind of nice to see um, like why there's a resistance, how the Empire happened, Mm -hmm. like. All those things, especially when the the original trilogy so uh, so strongly was like these are space Nazis. Yes, and it's like th- the original trilogy is very much like well, this is how Hitler got his power. Yeah, um, and it and it's very effective in being like oh, if you have a charismatic guy who kind of like 
almost fakes an emergency. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, a, a thousand percent generates yeah. an emergency. Yeah, it's it's very easy to yeah. to be drawn in and feel like, yeah, no, this is the guy for the job. We need to keep giving him power. Yeah, the political message that's here, because like the line that Padme says is not terribly original in the third one, but the whole thing about this no. is how liberty dies is with uh thunderous applause it's still a, a pretty cool line if even though it is not terribly original it is it is a good line that unfortunately is let down by the fact that i see it on facebook a thousand times after every <laughs> presidential election <laughs> regardless of the result because either you know obama wins and then you see a bunch of fucking red asses on yeah. facebook being like this is it no more liberty yeah and then you know trump wins eight years later and then it's all all these uh liberals myself included being like well we're boned and yeah in that case we we were yeah we were, we were pretty we were pretty boned uh yeah glad glad that's yeah um but hey thank god we've got president joe brandon uh <laughs> <over> <laughs> here. oh uncle touchy um, <laughs> Uncle Touchy, <laughs> but yeah, the political through lines are great. Um, yeah, I'm like sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, what I wrote is even the first one feels like House of Cards. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. There's some. Uh, I mean, it's it's still at its core. These are movies for kids. Um, yeah. So it doesn't go into like. Uh, it it isn't Dune levels of like poli sci thinking, um, mm-hmm. but it is it is there and it's very good. Yeah, there's like good accessible political maneuvering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that like what I like about it is you can kind of see where the end game is mm-hmm. with all of it because it's not trying to be too smart for you. Yes, which again. I, I really love a product that's like, I'm smart. I'm going to make you feel dumb. Yeah. It's like, no, we're going to do this stuff. It's kind of tropey, whatever, but it's good. And yeah. we're going to do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about from the first movie to pivot into a goof direction. Um, uh-huh. How does, and actually this applies to all three. How does no one figure out Palpatine is, is Darth Sidious? Because the man's just wearing a hood and doing a funny voice. Yeah, get out of my fucking head, man, because, <laughs> like, it's not, it's worse than, like, Superman Clark Kent shit. I was, get out of my head, because I was about to say <laughs> that he did a better job than Darth Sidious yeah. of hiding who he is. Well, and here's the other thing. You've got all these fucking Jedi sitting around who are like, yeah, I can sense the Force, I can sense the dark side. And yeah. then it's like, the fucking Chancellor walks in and is like, I wait hold on oops hi I'm the chancellor and it's like oh, seems fine yeah 100% it's it's bonkers because essentially here's the thing too like this is a premier politician this is someone who's extremely mm-hmm. well known so it would be like if Joe Biden showed up like it was just wearing a hood and doing a slightly deeper voice we'd all everyone would be like dude we know it's you Uncle Joe well, yeah, and I mean, the other thing is the hood only covers up, like, his eyes. Mm-hmm. You can see nose down. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure and, I'd be able to recognize Uncle Touchy from uh, just the nose down. Yeah, because I'll tell you, 
I've learned from uh, Ashley Feinberg, who a uh, great writer. Uh, she had a segment on a Substack of hers was whose gross chin is this, <laughs> and it was just a photo of a of a congressperson's chin. And man, it's actually no, sorry, it was their mouth. Oh, it was just yeah. their mouth, and it's very difficult to identify these people by their disgusting mouths. Yeah. Um. So like, if it was just that. Like, you know, mouth down, maybe. Yeah. But with the nose, too? Yeah. Mm-mm. Nah, you're putting uh, yeah, it together. You can, you can clock that guy from a fucking mile away. And hey, here's another part of this, is that in the second movie, I forget who says it. Maybe it's Dooku? I think it's Dooku. Mm-hmm. F- flat out tells them, hey, the Senate is controlled by a Darth Lord, or by a, a yes. Sith Lord. He fucking spills it out for it then. <laughs> Because I guess he was like, this is too fucking easy. Yeah. I got to I gotta let him in on it just a little. And then they're like, no, nah, he's probably lying. Yeah, he's just like, being deceitful. What? <laughs> what? That was kind of, The whole Dooku thing is buck fucking wild to me because there, there's a, a thing. Jesus Christ. They say something mm-hmm. about how... He wouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, he was a Jedi. Yeah, he was a Jedi. He wouldn't do that. And yeah. it's like, are you fucking dumb? Yes. Yes is the answer. <laughs> it Honestly, these movies really make you despise the Jedi. Hey, that is, is not unintended to a degree. Uh, yeah. Because the Jedi they, are very... They're huffing their own farts in a big, big yes. way. They are, uh, and and I say this as a very progressive person, space Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have gotten power, and now they are too fucking timid uh, to do anything. Yeah, and, you know, unlike, unlike real Democrats, space Democrats have had an, an easy thousand years of being <laughs> the top dogs. Uh, yes. They've had a full thousand years to sort of get a whiff of those farts, really start to enjoy mm-hmm. them, and to feel feel very comfortable. And yeah. they're still just like, mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Seems like Dooku's maybe okay. Yeah, which is a note that I made for the third movie is because as it's all crumbling down around them and Order sixty six is happening and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta count you know hashtag blessed here. Several thousand years of Jedi bullshit is a long time to sort of be at the top of the totem pole. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's your turn, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I'm sorry you got to get gunned down in the forest or whatever, but, yeah. like, you had to see this coming. Especially yeah. when you were like, maybe we shouldn't have a big ol' army. And then they secretly were making a big ol' army. And then you were like, well... I guess it's okay that we have a big old <laughs> army now. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, something I wanted to say about that. The fucking Camino mm-hmm. deal, that's a juicy-ass deal. Because you chuck those people a couple million bucks, they will give you a clone army and, like, shitloads mm-hmm. of high-grade military gear. Which is... Yeah. It's like the Costco of cloning and military supplies. It's fucking amazing, and the best part is they're all fucking Kiwis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a Kiwi army for yeah. free. God damn. <laughs> Sweet uh, ass, like, man. I just, 
who wouldn't take that fucking deal? Mm-hmm. Like these a- assholes and the fucking techno unionists with a uh, fucking doctor toothbot, and uh, <laughs> like sitting here building drones, and it's like, no, nah, man, you fork over a billion, you know, a million bucks to these long tooth, <laughs> slow walking, a- long neck, slow walking assholes, and they'll build you an army and equip it. Yeah, and equip it and train them. They do the and whole thing. They do it all, and they're all the same fucking incredible bounty hunter who yeah. dies way too soon. Yeah, way too soon. Hey, I did have a question for you, though. Uh-huh. Because we're looking at the clone army, right? Like, uh, Obi-Wan's walking around, and we're staring at all the different troops. Or, excuse yeah. me, the same troop, but just multiplied yeah. by, like, a million. How many toilets do you think are on Kamino? Because... God, Luke. <laughs> God damn it. This... I... This is going to be the hardest part about this series is that you and I are on the same fucking wavelength because <laughs> my thought was since they're clones do they all piss at the same time? <laughs> are they on, are their cycles synced for their exactly. morning BMs? Yeah. I mean we, we do see that like they all have the same schedule. Yeah. Like day to day and since they're all the same DNA, surely they're like, "Huh?" It's it's nine twelve mm-hmm. time to piss. Yeah, <laughs> I've been drinking coffee all morning. Hey, I've also been drinking coffee all morning. Well, hey. it's nine fifteen. Time for five hundred thousand of us to all <laughs> simultaneously take a shit. Let's cross the streams, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we are inhabiting mm-hmm. the same brain for these these watches. Um, okay, I I've got I've got some questions. Yeah, R two D two is Droid Christ, right? Okay, all right, I'm willing to ride with you on this one, but you're gonna have to give me more information. He just seems like Droid Christ. Okay, which because I want to talk about the Christ angle, but let's get through your questions first, and then we can talk well, about Space Jesus. We are introduced to R two D two when he and like four other droids are fixing a ship and all the other ones get blasted to smithereens and here he is walking on space water still (laughs) fixing the ship and he's fine and he is i he's just this like buck wild through line yeah in these movies yeah man he just he seems like if you asked him, he would turn water into wine. Yeah. And he gets out of so many near-death experiences as a fucking yeah. astromech droid. Um, here's the other Buckwild thing that my uh, roomie and I were talking about quite a bit. Is mm-hmm. at the end of episode three, they wipe C-3PO's memory. So he don't, he don't remember anything. Right. They do not, not wipe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Which... And here's the thing. I've seen the other movies, Mm -hmm. except for one of them. So I know that C-3PO isn't like, hey, Luke, your dad's actually Darth Vader. Yeah. Which means that R2-D2 just kept that. Yeah. Yeah, man. And Luke speaks fluent beep boop. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) R2-D2 is like, you know what? I don't think he needs to know that. Yeah, or like Leia shows up and he doesn't even immediately go like, yo, that's your sister. Even when yeah. they they fucking kiss. At no point yeah. does he go like, oh, no, man. Yeah. 
He's not like, whoa, whoa, hey, uh, I, I got some news for you, man. That's your sister. Yeah, you, um, you got a kissing sister. Um, I, yeah, fucking, okay, I can see it. Droid Christ. I can yeah. see it. Plus, it would make some sense because we've got some some semblance of, like, dual societies with droids and yeah. other things. Hey, did you notice that after the battle for Naboo that the droids were picking up their own dead mm-hmm. and piling them up? What the fuck was that about, man? <laughs> well, there's a critical line that Obi-Wan says in the second movie when he's talking to Drex, I think his name is, the diner yeah. owner. Yeah, God, uh, I want to see more of Drex. Oh, I would pay so much money to see more of Coruscant's underbelly. Um, mm-hmm. And there were rumors they were going to make a cop show set in the seedy underbelly of Coruscant and fucking Disney. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I have to blow to make that happen, but c- call me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Luke's mouth is open and wet. Yeah, available. Um. Anyway, he's talking to him and he says the amazing line... Uh, if droids can think, or sorry, Drex says this, but uh, if droids could think, none of us would be here. Mm, Which yeah. is a kind of throwaway line, a kind of buck wild one to just inject to explain why the droids haven't taken over and why they are comfortable with doing things like picking up the dismembered bodies of their own and chucking right, them into a yeah. big pile. Yeah. Droids, man. Um, Speaking of droids, can I tell you uh, the most devastating fucking line mm-hmm. in episode one? I wish you would. It is when Anakin is leaving his home and is <laughs> telling C-3PO that, like, he's leaving. Yeah. And, and then he just goes, bye. Bye. <laughs> and we, dips. We noticed the same exact thing because it's, it's crazy how fast it is because he walks in and he's like, had a lot of fun making you. Wish I could fix you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wish you worked now. Bye. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, kid. <laughs> He's talking <laughs> to it like a half-built PC that he wasn't, like, super invested in finishing. Yeah, a half-built PC that could talk to him <laughs> and ostensibly had feelings. Yeah. Yeah, one that's specifically programmed to understand human emotions and etiquette. Uh, and then this little kid just blasts his servos, throws a whole bunch of shade at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I give you one more favorite line from episode one? Uh, yeah, dude, I could do this all day. Okay, Qui-Gon says that he feels something, and then uh, Obi-Wan is like, I feel it too, Master, in a way that's like, I don't, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I totally feel it too. <laughs> it's like when somebody says a joke and other people laugh, but you don't get it. <laughs> and you laugh just to fit in. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, that's a good one. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, I had, uh, okay, I've got a biggie from episode one that I want to talk about. We should really talk about some of the other movies. I just wanted to point yeah. out that in the first movie... Uh, the Jedi Council explicitly says, do not train this kid. Which, hey, Jedi Council instincts on Anakin? 
Fucking spot on, man. Boy, they they fucking knew what they were doing that time. Yeah. And then I find it amazing that they're like, no way in hell are you training this kid. And then Qui-Gon dies, and I guess a Jedi's dying wish is like a make-a-wish <laughs> thing. And they're like, oh, I guess we have to train him now. It's it's like um it's like asking a mob boss for something on the day of his daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got you got to. Yeah, you got to do it now. Um, but it's amazing because they say don't train this kid, and then he still drags him everywhere. And uh, our joke was that he's basically shouting over his shoulder, "I'm not training you. Watch <laughs> me, but don't. I'm not. This isn't training." It is pretty buck wild that they're like, uh, yeah, absolutely not. He's too old and we're just not going to fucking do it. Even though he's got more midichlorians than anyone has ever whatevered in ever. Yeah. And then, and then Qui-Gon beefs it and then they're like, (laughs) yeah, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So the big thing I wanted to talk about, uh, from episode one that I feel like the rest of the series doesn't address and we all want to kind of forget so i'm just gonna put it in the fucking light and we're gonna poke at it for a little bit are we gonna put the tiger on the table and yell at it we are gonna put the tiger on the table and yell at it and the tiger's name is i believe it's called parthenogenesis uh or as you might know it virgin birth Mm, yeah, Space Christ. Space Christ. We all kind of forget that Anakin's mom explicitly says he has no yes. father. I don't know what happened. Yeah, she was like, I just got pregnant. Yeah. And Qui-Gon, like, I've... unflappable, again, <laughs> is like, yeah, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I Like, he's just like, yeah, seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry? Yeah, this is the third Space Christ I've seen. <laughs> yeah, you're number 15 on the list, man. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll test your kid for midichlorians, but like... Yeah, it's it's such a wild thing to toss in there and then be like, oh yeah, this guy, he also ends up being a real bad customer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out and uh, make sure that we didn't let it slide under our radar this time. Yeah, it's it's a baffling plot point, but I I think I can fix it. Okay. She got pregnant from a toilet seat. Yeah. Now that's a message that everybody can get behind. Yeah. Some some incredibly powerful Jedi went to a toilet <laughs> and just jizzed all over the seat. And then she went and used the toilet, and there you go. Whoops. Now you got an Anakin. Yeah, now you got a little Annie running around. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable scientific explanation based Mm -hmm. in reality for how Anakin Skywalker came about. Yeah, I've taken two classes on human sexuality, one at the graduate level, and I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I'm pretty sure. Science has no way of knowing. Uh, Sam... We should talk about Attack of the Clones, though. Okay, so everyone hates Attack of the Clones. Yes. And of these three, I do think it is definitely the weakest. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's still, okay. I have one major bone to pick with Attack of the Clones. Is it the writing? It is, in fact, the writing, my friend. The I... Okay, well, I actually have two bones. Okay. It is the writing. The writing's terrible. Yeah. 
Um, we let's talk about that for a bit. Okay, because there's a theory, and I don't think it's a theory. I think it's pretty much fact. George Lucas, please don't hit me with a shovel in the middle of the night while I'm asleep. Um, that George Lucas's wife at the time for the original trilogy, because she edited the movies. She is a film editor. I want to say. I think so. Yeah. Um, had a lot to do with helping to revise the plots, specifically the romance parts um, mm-hmm. between Han and Leia. And those movies have a lot more polish than the romance plots that we get in Attack of the Clones, which are just fucking dreadful. They're so bad. And it, it kind of throughout the the original trilogy, uh, or I guess the, the prequel trilogy, um, there are a lot of points where you can see where, like, no one told George Lucas no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And it's worth knowing that they got divorced before the prequels came out. Um, yeah. Which like, is, that's the theory that that made a huge difference. And again, I don't really think it's a theory, and I think it's important to highlight women in Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, probably factually accurate. But yeah, there are a lot of instances where clearly George had a thought and no one could say no because he's George Lucas. Right. Where Whereas his, his wife, who is immensely talented, uh, and frankly, I think probably probably a better movie maker um, <laughs> would have been like, fuck no, George. That's, yeah. that's terrible. Yeah, you can't have him go on a pseudo-fascist rant about authoritarian governments and then have her make moon eyes at him. Come on, George. Boy, oh boy, that conversation in particular is like, he's just tossing out red flag after <laughs> red flag, and then she's like... Shrug, he's got great abs. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry? <laughs> Natalie Portman? Yeah. It's buck wild, man. And so much of the plot hinges on their romance. Because that's mm-hmm. the entire motivation for Darth Vader uh, becoming Darth Vader, is he's trying to save Padme. Uh, and it just comes across like a, like a day-old open tin of anchovies in Attack yes. of the Clones. It's uh, it's loot fisk that has expired. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the line that everyone jumps to as like the worst line in the movie, yeah. which is the whole sand thing. The sand piece, for sure. It ain't even that bad. It's, it's not the yeah. worst line in the movie. As, as my roommate said, that's just a factually accurate statement about sand. Yeah. He's just talking about sand in a way that we all need to recognize that sand sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, a dedicated beach bum, love me some sand and surf. Uh, it is still, it is very factually accurate to sand. It is coarse and rough and it gets everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100% Anakin. Yeah, not wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, so there is that. <sighs> okay, he, here's my other quibble. Yeah. Something about the action in episode two is just not, not right. Okay. I, I can't even quite put my finger on it. Yeah. But like the arena battle, like the big arena battle. Yes. There's just something off about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I. It, it's hard to talk about because I I can't quite explain 
why the action in this movie, especially compared to the third movie, yeah, is is so blah. It's extremely blah. I would, I mean, it's borderline boring. And like yeah. thinking about the factory scene where they're like going mm-hmm. through the factory and Anakin gets his hand like welded to a thing and Padme's in some other bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. I think the problem is that most of the time action in Star Wars moves the plot forward or does something yeah. with the plot. Whereas mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones, a lot of the action scenes could have been solved by like an easy dialogue piece or two or just moving from one scene to another. But instead we've got a huge, like the Coliseum scene, especially um, it's just a lot of action that does nothing for the plot. Yeah. And it's, it's too busy. Yeah. Like the arena, especially I think gets too visually busy for sure. Um, Because like, I think, like if you think about the big fights um in in this trilogy you're talking um Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul which yeah. beats ass Oh, Duel of the Fates as it's called is mm-hmm. is you know what fuck it I'm going to ask this now quick tangent sidebar Uh-huh. What's yeah. your favorite lightsaber fight out of the 3 of these? <sighs> I Honestly, I think it is actually the Obi-Wan Anakin yeah. one in the third one. Okay. Yeah. That's a great contender. The choreography for that one is the, oh. the choreography is spot on and I think it has a like an emotional like tension mm-hmm. and emotional stakes to it that um I did not necessarily feel when I had seen the movie before. For sure. But watching these in like rapid succession, mm-hmm. man, it like it hits kind of hard. At yeah. Times. 100%. I mean, imagine how much harder it would have hit if the dialogue and Attack of the Clones and the romance plot had been better. Uh, right. And we had had more of an emotional investment in Anakin's kind of whole deal. Uh, Though, even. So I think the dialogue in the second one was mostly bad with Padme and Anakin. Yeah. But like the the rapport that Obi-Wan and Anakin have had yeah. is solid throughout both of those movies. Yeah. And one of the things I wrote in my notes is that George Lucas, despite his inability to write romance, uh, which is kind of my only quibble with his writing, because everything else he touches is actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, especially combat dialogue. Like, the little quippy mm-hmm. things people say during combat um, yeah. are awesome. Yeah, he does He does a very good job. Um, but, but, yeah, so... Wait, which one's your favorite lightsaber fight? So, I went back and forth on this one, because Duel of the Fates is the reason I wanted to watch Phantom Menace that one night, and I kicked this whole mm-hmm. thing off and sort of snowballed it, because uh, it beats ass it's so good it's so good down to the like force shields uh, or the yeah the shields that pop up to like keep obi-wan from getting to qui-gon it's it's brilliant it's brilliant filmmaking i mean the the pacing is great and like especially with those force shields it does a like it gives you a really good excuse me character moment yes when uh like when it first happens and 
Darth Maul and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are all separated. Mm-hmm. And Darth Maul's just pacing back and forth like a fucking tiger. Yes. And then Qui-Gon just, like, meditates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, it tells you so much ab- about those. And, like, Obi-Wan is kind of champing at the bit. Uh, and then, like, they open back up and Qui-Gon just immediately is beating ass. Yes. Yeah, man. Duel of the Fates can fucking get it. Um, mm-hmm. So that was my number one contender until this afternoon when I got to Master Yoda v. Darth Sidious. I I struggle with that one a little bit. Okay, talk to me about The doctor is back in. Please get back on the fainting couch. It's not bad by yeah. any means. I think it's good. I think it is where... I get let down by it is that so much of it is CGI. Mm, okay, so you want Puppet Yoda. Uh, I don't necessarily want Puppet Yoda. I think the fights are best when they are more practical. I understand. More choreographed practical. Hey, speaking of, yeah. apparently uh, Ewan McGregor is some kind of like choreography monster and like learns really? at three times the pace of your average person. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, so apparently they drilled the shit out of him on the choreography, and he was like, no big deal. The only problem they had is that he kept making the lightsaber noises himself. I yeah, I think I've heard that, and I love it. <laughs> I love it, too. It's so good. Um, but I think the reason I like that fight between Master Yoda and Darth Sidious is, one, because it beats ass. Um, oh, it's great. It's fucking great. Uh, but, two, it's really indicative of... The amount of thought that went into every piece of these movies. Um, Mm -hmm. Because someone really sat down and figured out how Master Yoda would fight. Because he's doing all these like flippy things because he's a short little dude. Um, And he's old. And like they really show you that in some of the fight scenes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just really speaks to me as far as the world building quality that we get out of these three movies. Well, and like... I, I think the other impressive thing about that aspect of like the Yoda fight is you know he's very powerful with the force. Sure. And so you see like that he kind of relies on the force more than he necessarily re- uh, yes. relies on like lightsaber skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Cuz uh, like it's it's a lot of force jumping. It's mm-hmm. a lot of like pulling things down. He does have a badass entrance when he walks into the room and just, like, immediately knocks out his two, like, elite guards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just like, they're dead. Yeah, the, I don't know what we could call it, but the, like, the weight of each character is perfectly balanced. Like, at no point, because we've mm-hmm. watched a lot of rock movies where the rock will vacillate between being the most powerful guy in the room to all of a mm-hmm. sudden really struggling with an opponent. Um, yeah. Star Wars is very balanced when it comes to that. Yes. And like, because even like uh, in the scene with uh, Mace Windu and uh, Sidious. Yeah. Uh, like right before Windu dies, it's like he has Sidious, but it's very much in a way where it's like, no, he he let him win. Yeah. So that. Anakin would walk in and see that yeah that scene mm-hmm. and and again it's just this like 
someone fucking like thought through how that character thinks. Yes. And then put it into fucking fight choreography with laser yes. swords. The series beats ass. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Except yeah. and again, this this is what I'm coming back to. The arena fight. Mm-hmm. Because it's too much. Yeah. Every fight in this in this series is so good because it is small. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, because it's aping the, like, samurai movie thing where it's, like, one-on-one. Yeah. Or, or two-on-one at most. And it works really well because it's really tight. You get really good choreography. And then you get the arena battle where it is a hundred lightsabers just whipping around. Yeah. And it just feels like nothing. There's no weight to it. You don't know 90% of the people in the fight. Yeah. So it feels like there's no stakes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Jedi are dropping, droids are dropping. Uh mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't have any real emotional impact, that's for sure. Um And even the choreography to me seemed off. Yeah. Like with the with the Count Dooku fight. Mhm. Something about it just I don't like they just didn't nail it in the way that they did in the other two. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know that we'll, we'll be able to really pin it down, but I feel like I, I 100% agree with you, and I just don't know why either. Yeah. Um, yeah, something about the action in the second movie does does feel off. Um, but hey, you know what's worse than that that they do in this movie? Hmm. Uh, Anakin and Padme eat fruit with a fork and a knife. They eat fruit with uh, the fork and a knife. Just a raw ass pear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, what? I forgot about that uh, by sheer force of will. Yeah, because they have this whole scene where Anakin like force uses uh, uses the force to pull the pear off her plate and chop it for her. And you're like, dude, it's a pear. Just eat it. Just yeah, put just it in your eat face, it, man. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought, like, when I was first watching it, I was like, well, maybe it's some kind of special space pair or something. No, it's just a normal-ass pair. It's just a pair. Oh, my God. It's just a pair. Oh, Attack of the Clones. (sighs) Yeah. So, okay. Um... Why did we never get a scene in the original trilogy of Darth Vader, like, tinkering with shit? Hmm. You mean just, like, having, like, a toaster that he's disassembled that he's, like, putting back together? Well, it's, like, one of the things that we learn about Anakin is he's, like, real handy and he loves, like, tinkering and building stuff. And then it's, like, Darth Vader? Nah. He don't touch things. He's got people that do that now. True. True. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great point, man. Because the other thing that we see, uh, or that you you know about Anakin, especially in the Clone Wars animated series, is that mm-hmm. Anakin is like the best pilot ever. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Dude is like crazy good at flying shit, which they kind of imply in the first uh, in Phantom Menace when he's like flying around. You know, right, he's doing the yeah. pod racing, and then he's doing the the Naboo cruiser. The um, yeah. And we see that in the Clone Wars animated series, but then not so much in the uh, the actual original trilogy. Yeah, we don't. Well, we get some of his like fancy flying yeah. in the third one when he scrapes off the like nasty drones on Obi Wan's ship. Yeah, yeah, so we get that. But but yeah, 
Um, okay. So, do you think everyone, like, while Yoda is talking, rolls their fucking eyes? Because <laughs> it feels like I just spent seven hours listening to Yoda talk, yeah. and it gets a little exhausting. Yeah. And I imagine these people who have been listening to Yoda for, like, 30, 40, 50 years are just like, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's that guy in your zoom call who mm. kind of talks a lot um uh, and has nothing important to say um yes. yeah shit there's a great scene in the third one that i'm trying to remember right now um where somebody says something and yoda basically shoots him down in a very uh yoda-y way yeah I can completely see it. Also, the man is, or not the man, the, the little green dude is 900 years old at time of filming. 900. So I like to think that some part of him has gotten a little batty after 900 years. Yeah, I should think so. It, it has kind of lost the plot as far as vis-a-vis what people are saying around him. Mm-hmm. I see it wouldn't shock me if he like 500 years prior to this movie was like you know what I'm going to talk different now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're thinking it's not a racial thing like people have postulated that makes Yoda talk that way. He just woke up one day and was like uh I'm going to put the front bits all at the back of my sentences. I I just think 500 years of just normal ass talking I feel like you wake up and you're like I gotta make a fucking change <laughs> I can't do this anymore I'm I'm like in the prime of my life and yeah. it's been 500 years yeah I gotta change it gotta change it up that's a great theory I love your little headcanon about Yoda uh, <laughs> that, that is curmudgeonly self or more like his midlife crisis was instead of buying a Porsche he decided to talk weird (laughs) (laughs) which would be hard to pull off because like I'm thinking about if I woke up tomorrow uh, and I was like three cups of coffee I had and sent that to you you would rightly assume that I'm having a stroke yeah I'd call the fucking police (laughs) Um, yeah. Do you uh, okay. do you have anything else to say about this one, or should we move on to the 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 final the denouement on all this? Uh, the third movie. Yeah. Uh, I th- I don't think I have anything else to say about the second one. Oh, oh, I did forget the opening chase sequence beats ass and has one of my favorite lines ever in any Star Wars. Which is when the mm. guy's like, do you want to buy some death sticks? And he's all like... Yes! Uh, oh, the death stick thing. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to sell me death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. Uh, great world it's, building. Just so it's good. so good. Yeah. It's great. Um, I, I did like... Um, I mentioned it before, but Toothbot? Toothbot, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, right? He, My dude, you know I do. Uh, yes, the, the techno, techno unionist. Guy. Yeah. 
It's just someone was like, I'm going to make a robot with a rotten tooth on top. Mm-hmm. Which he has a great moment that actually I felt like a gig- like a like a little bit like I had found something uh, that maybe I shouldn't nitpick. But when he's trying to talk. He's like, the techno, mm-hmm. has your support. It's like, you're a diplomat. You talk constantly. <laughs> how have you not figured out how to have a conversation without twiddling your knobs all the time? <laughs> it kind of drove me insane. Maybe it's a sexual thing. <laughs> I'm like, getting, love- getting off right now. I love twiddling my knobs. <laughs> Um, okay, so, um, the, the bug boys? Yeah. Uh, the Jenna, Jenna, oh shit, if you hadn't said bug uh, boys, Geonosans. Yes. They designed the Death Star? Hey, not my favorite part of this movie. Uh, they kind of shot their wad a little early on the Death Star thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's implied that they're the ones that either designed it or were going to manufacture it. Yeah. Which is wild, because they're bug boys. They're bug boys. Yeah, again, not my favorite part of this movie. Um, and then can I read you just my favorite note that <laughs> I wrote, and I don't really remember why I wrote it, yeah. even though it was this morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoda penis? <laughs> now we're getting to the meat of things, pun intended. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it. I don't know what I meant. And I don't know why there's a question mark. Yes. Oh, can you imagine Yoda like uh, dirty talk? Oh, it oh would be my amazing. Uh, let me, let me think of what it would be. Make you come, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Tickle, wait, with my mouth, tickle my nipples, you will. (laughs) You got there. You landed it. It's too hard. I'm too young, Luke. Yeah, you're too young. You haven't hit 500 years midlife crisis. I'm going to talk weird point. There Um, you go. Yeah. Um yeah. Let's hit this third movie. Let's let's fucking do it, man. Um what do I even have to say? Hey, Dooku's a horrible name, and I don't feel like we talked about that. Yeah, we gotta talk about how Dooku is just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Dooku sucks. Dooku is one sometimes a vowel away from being just downright stupid. Um, uh, I I don't even think it's that. It is just downright stupid, and it also is like one syllable away from a uh, uh, like a curse or an insult that the first movie established, which is of course Poodoo. Poodoo, yeah, Jedi Poodoo. Uh, yeah, as is referenced. So, uh, so Count Dooku. <laughs> hey, George. Yeah. Yeah, and he is an actual count, is the Buck Wild thing. Um, yeah, I don't really get that. Because yeah. they have, like, a representative democracy, so I don't really understand how you have a landed no- nobility, but 
Luke, that's not the point. I need to talk about General Grievous and why he is a droid with apparently COVID. <laughs> okay. Once again, I need you to get back on that fainting couch and just sort of walk me through this one. He's a droid, but he's coughing. Yeah. So he he is actually a cyborg. Actually, Sam. Uh, oh, fuck. He he was an alien species that I don't remember at one point. Again, don't come at me. Don't care. Um, <laughs> who uh, was basically sort of like Darth Vader resuscitated by shoving him into various droid parts. So that's why he still has like a beating heart and stuff mm, inside gotcha. of him. Now, the COVID part, though, still valid and still unexplained. Yeah, especially since... Obi-Wan rips his chest open, exposing his heart and no lungs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's he coughing with? <laughs> Maybe it's a like a system failure, like a kernel mm. panic that they never wrote out of his system. So every five seconds, he's just like, hurt. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to update his BIOS. Yeah. Um, (laughs) get some firmware updates on this guy Um, I have a really important question for you Sam yes a big part of this movie is whether or not Anakin is a Jedi Knight or a Jedi Master now Sam Mm -hmm. this is podcasting are we Jedi or excuse me are we podcast Knights or podcast Masters I think we're podcast knights. Oh, you hate to hear it, but I think it's true. Yeah, I I would love to be a, a podcast master. Yeah, um, and in fact, I will. I'm eternally angry at not being a podcast master mm-hmm. to the point where I have to, I've murdered the younglings. <laughs> um, but oh no! <laughs> but like when you look at people like Guy Montgomery and Tim Bat from yeah. the Worst Idea of All Time. Oh, they are podcast yeah. masters. Those are podcast masters for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, s- some days I don't even feel like I'm their Padawan. Yeah, you feel you feel like you're someone just, like, sweeping the steps of mm-hmm. the Jedi Temple. Yeah, just like yeah. the janitorial crew in the House of Podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so so I think, I think firmly podcast nights. Yeah. We're on our way, uh, though. Maybe someday. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Hey, maybe even by the end of this miniseries. Hey, maybe this is what find. Maybe our Irish listenership that is confusingly large continues to grow, and this is the catalyst uh, yeah, that I gets mean, us there. Who says that uh, watching this the Star Wars saga is not the Jedi trials? Mm. Hey, you got a great point right there. It's entirely possible. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Because uh, we have a lot of movies left. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Hey. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at, what, another 14 hours of Star Wars? Yeah, I think they're all minimum. about two hours and 20 minutes. They're all at least two hours, so for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got all we got a lot of space opera. Yeah. Um Okay, so so the third movie moves. Yes. 
Yes, it does. Holy shit! In a way that the other two don't. Again, I mean, it is same length as the others. It's they're all roughly two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, but this thing flies. Oh, it hauls ass. Yeah, yeah. Except for, unless, unless you're in the final fourth of the film, because Anakin, we have the whole thing about I have the high ground, you've lost, blah blah blah, gets his limbs chopped off. There's which still, is hilarious every time. It is so funny. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, I I Kenna was on the couch while I was watching it. Um, pretty unhappy that the movie was on. Yeah. I d- hey. Before anyone asks, I did check with her that it was okay that I watched it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I was, she was playing The Sims, and so I was like, "Hey, hey, you gotta watch this." And so she goes, "Okay." So she takes her headphones off and she looks at the screen, and they're doing this like, you know, they yell at each other for a little bit, and yeah. she looks back at me and is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "Just give it a second. <laughs> and then you get, "I have the high ground." And she's like, Sam, and I was like, watch. And then he jumps and gets his fucking legs lopped off. And it's so good. It really is. Holy shit, it's so good. It's just so because he's so fucking cocky. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'll get it. I'll fucking get it. And then it's just like he does this big jump and Obi-Wan is like, you don't have legs anymore. Yeah. Plop. Oh, my God. It's so good. One of my favorite scenes in any Star Wars movie, for sure. (laughs) Um, Maybe for the wrong reasons. (laughs) Um, Uh, What the fuck were we talking about? You said the last quarter of the movie. Oh, yeah. So that all happens. There's still 20 minutes left on this movie. After that yeah. happens. And it's full There's... of bullshit about Padme dying of a broken heart. Which, George, yeah. I don't think you've met a woman in your life. <laughs> no. Or if you have, you clearly don't understand them. Yeah. Didn't um, didn't grok how that works. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because you think it's going to be like, oh, she's dying because her husband force choked her. Yeah. Um. And it's like, no, actually, she was fine with the force choking, I guess. Yeah. It's it's just that he's bad now, and yeah. she's decided to die. It's just that he's a fascist. Mm-hmm. Uh, that which was he enough. was not quiet about before. No, <laughs> which again is Buckwild their romance that, like you said, he was just firing red cannon or excuse me, red flags out of a t-shirt cannon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just sitting there being like, "Hey, I'm a fascist." Yeah, kind hey, of into authoritarianism. Padme, I'm a fascist. Hey, Padme, I murdered the Tuscan Raiders, including the women and children. Yeah, and I feel fine about it. And she's like, "That's okay. That's fine." It's like, he told you he did a mini genocide. Mm-hmm. Just a just baby's first genocide. Fisher Price genocide. Um. And you're like, it's okay. You're pretty hot. You love those abs. Still all mm-hmm. about those abs. Yeah. So anyway, it does it does move at a lightning pace, uh, and I yes. love it up until that it's point. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um and and then like like there's there's some weird stuff in it Mm -hmm. 
But, I mean, like, for the most part, I really like it. Oh, the third um, one beats ass. Yeah. It's so good. I the, the one thing that I actually really like that they did um, was the story about uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah, Darth Plagueis. Yeah. It's it's so brilliant. Yes. Because they heavily hint that uh, that Palpatine is the one who killed him. Yeah. Oh, he for sure is. Yeah. But they never fully spell it out. Yeah. You have to go and to I, the, the extended universe for that. But yeah, they yeah. they do a great... Because his acting in it, like he's got a little bit of a sly sort of smile happening. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, then his... Then his uh, his uh, apprentice killed him. Wink, wink. Yeah. And then he's like, the irony, he knew how to save everyone from death except yeah. for himself. And it's just like, yeah, you're relishing this story maybe a little too much. Which, again, it's buck wild that at no point someone was like, you're Darth Sidious. Like, you're not even well, being he, subtle about it. Again, he has to straight up tell Anakin, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I do dark side <laughs> shit. And then Anakin is like, oh, fuck, you're the Sith Lord? And he's yeah. like, yeah, bud. <laughs> and, like, I'm kind of shocked that at no point he ever, like, covered up his eyes and was like, do, do you see it now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me cover up my forehead and eyes. Do you see now? Let me put on this bathrobe really quick and just pull up the hood and see if any of this is tracking for you. Holy fuck, Darth Sidious. Where did you but come yeah. from? <laughs> And then I actually I genuinely love the the line reading mm-hmm. where um, Anakin is like, uh, do you know if I could learn how to you know save people from death? And it's just not from a Jedi. Yeah, I don't know why that line reading is so good. It's so good. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy that plays Palpatine fucking slays in is all it, three of these is movies. It Ian Mc. Diarmid? Ian McDermott? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Something like that. Anyway, props to you. Great job. So good. Um Yeah, man, this movie's really good. Uh it's I actually so good. Yeah. The opening scroll has one thing that I hate. Oh, see, I have gotten as an advanced fan of Star Wars, uh mm-hmm. did not even register the opening scrolls uh on these the- guys. The opening scroll does say something in the third one about how there are heroes on both sides. Mm, now that's the kind mm. of bipartisanship attitude yep. that this country yeah. <laughs> needs. It feels like a little bit Donald Trump wrote that one sentence. <laughs> a more unified galactic senate is what we mm-hmm. all need. Um, I do love that after uh, getting electrocuted that... Um, that Palpatine looks more like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Always yeah. acts like him. Now he looks like him too. Yeah, he's got a he's got a certain flavor a, that we see very well represented in the GOP yeah, for sure. A forehead that looks like a saggy ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um man, what else do I even want to say about this one? Um, I don't know. I I will say that the the plot line of Anakin's conversion to the dark side lands a whole lot better than the romance plot line does. Uh, oh yeah, like 
it kind of sucks that the motivation behind it is the romance plot line, but mm-hmm. I I had more of an emotional response to the end of this movie than I think I've ever had, and I think part of that is watching the Clone Wars animated series, so like I knew all of the Jedi that got shot, mm, yeah, uh, pretty intimately, uh, but also I, just like yeah, I only know them from uh, <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront too. I know the Conehead is Kiani Mundi, and the the to the two tentacle head lady is Isla Secura. Yeah. And uh thanks Battlefield 2 Battlefront 2. Hey man, you know what? That's another <laughs> earnest uh earnest thing I was going to say, which is Star Wars is awesome. I really love this series mm-hmm. and the world and whatever your entry point into Star Wars is, like if you played Knights of the Old Republic religiously, and have no mm-hmm. clue about the movies, like fucking hell yeah, man. Yeah. That's do great. It. Yeah. You're going to um, be very confused <laughs> by a lot of absolutely. these movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like those those emotional moments hit way better than I e- expected them to. Yeah, they do a really, like you were saying about the scene where he's talking about Darth Plagueis, like they really do a good job of s- slowly showing you, even though the pace is very quick, the, the like slow conversion of Anakin to this emotionally desperate situation where mm-hmm. he decides to betray the Jedi order. Well, and you also see how like suffocating the Jedi order is and yeah. how like honestly fucking toxic they are. Yeah. Hell because, yeah, like, man. This is a guy who is genuinely struggling with some stuff mm-hmm. and they're just like, well, don't feel that. Yeah. Just don't feel it. That- hey, fuck you, Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm having visions. Like, you know, those crazies like, uh, psychic things that happen to us that foretell mm-hmm. the future and I as the chosen one am having this vision of my fucking wife dying horribly except I can't tell you that I have a wife because I'm not allowed to have a wife hey why aren't there many Jedi <laughs> why is it so hard to recruit people hmm yeah it's it is it's really well done because you see how shitty the Jedi are and and how bad that ideology is. Yes. Yeah. Which leads to some interesting stuff in the sequel movies where, you know, Luke rethinks a lot of the Jedi Order mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, yeah, I am very excited to delve into that because I have capital T thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, Anakin does murder a bunch of children, though. He, you know, they had it coming. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so they they set that up really well, and then again because Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen really have good chemistry. Yes. Um, which again, a lot of people gave Hayden Christensen um a lot of hate yeah. for his performance. It's good. It's good, the, especially. Given the source material, people like, yeah, the dialogue is, is stilted as fuck. The guy is doing the best he can. He is working. He is doing so well with the worst material. Yeah, I mean, he is giving it his absolute all. Yes, and God bless him for it. Yeah, even in the second movie, both he and Natalie Portman both are acting their fucking hearts out. They're trying yes. <laughs> as hard as they can. 
I mean, like that pear scene. Mm-hmm. That is two people pouring their souls into the worst scene ever mm-hmm. and try, <laughs> trying to wring something out of it. Yeah, they got paid. They showed up and put in the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, not their faults. But yeah, so so the chemistry with, with Obi-Wan and Anakin is so well done. For sure. That like when when Obi-Wan is like genuinely trying to help him and like Natalie Portman is, is protecting him and you fully understand why. And then like when they finally battle on Mustafar, it is at times actually heart wrenching. Yes. Yeah. Which is what they were going for. And it's, it's there, man. I gotta say it works. Yeah, it. I knew it was coming, and it still, like, got me. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree with that. I think a lot about these movies really works. Um, mm-hmm. And the parts that don't are pretty glaring, but the vast majority of this functions very well. I would say they are glaring, but they're small. Yeah. Yeah. That is... it. It's something, like... It's kind of baffling to me now that these movies got as much hate as they did because they did so much right. Yeah. Yeah. They did, I would say, 90% right. Yeah, I would agree with that. And especially in comparison to the sequels, which, I'll be honest, I'm really excited to see those again because, mm-hmm. you know, it's this weird cycle where I know there are a lot of dedicated original trilogy fans that when this movie came out were very put off by it. And then me yeah. being a kid, I just absorbed it. Um, right. And then I was in the situation, uh, the exact same situation, but with the sequels, I'm kind of excited to check out the sequels again and see if they hold up a little better. Yeah. Uh, and and I've actually never seen the final one of yeah. the sequel trilogy. I, full disclosure, have not seen it either, Sam. Ooh, okay. I'm I'm so fucking excited. And honestly, I'm excited to revisit the the original trilogy. Hell yeah, especially with the, the prelude we just had. With the great prelude, and then also like the last time I tried to watch them, I really did not enjoy it. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see if if my experience is different this time. Yeah, agreed. I think this is going to be a whale of a time over the next so. 14 hours. Yeah. Now, folks, if you take anything away from this, it's that you should rewatch the prequels. Oh, yeah. No, th- I, as someone who frequently rewatches the prequels, uh, by all means, give them a fucking go. Yeah. I honestly never would have rewatched them if, if we weren't doing it for, for this. Yeah. And uh, that would have been to my detriment. Yeah. I think. Man. They're great movies. <laughs> you it's have, very fun. You have no idea how happy I am to hear that. Because <laughs> I was afraid we were going to do this. And I was going to be like, I like these movies. And you're going to be like, this fucking sucked. <laughs> you mean like most episodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm tickled no, pink. Yeah. It was it was so much fun. I mean, Kenna, Kenna was hated it she yeah. hates the droids she hates jar jar binks um i i will i'll grant her c3po a little grading oh f- yeah in a big big way uh, yeah 
but, but he is he is if if R two D two is Space Christ, then I think uh, C three PO is Space Peter, because he does mm, sort of yeah. get his own through line through all of these movies. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I not knowing really much about who Peter is. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna nod and say yes. Yeah, he's the guy at the pearly gates. So, uh... Luke, I, I, <laughs> I don't. I mean, yeah, but I don't know what he did. Yeah. Well, or, I'm. I don't look. I don't know Peter's stees. Okay? Yeah. Not not chomping on the Peter flavor. All right. I understand. I don't. What did he do? I mean, this is where. Uh, one Jew asking another, <laughs> my man, um, I know he founded the Catholic Church. Did he? Pretty sure. Fuck me. Okay. And that's about it. So C-3PO so... will go on to found the Catholic Church. <laughs> of R2-D2. Yes. Join us next episode when we go deeper into this canon. Oh my god. Well, I mean, do you have anything else that you wanna that you wanna toss out there? I don't think so, man. We've covered it. Other than I'm just very thankful to have you along for this journey. This really is something that I've wanted to do with our podcast for a a really long time. Um, oh hell yeah, man! And I'm so excited to be able to share the Star Wars universe with you. Something that I like really enjoy and have enjoyed since I was like a teeny tiny kid. So oh man. I remember you talking about the, the extended universe yeah. in, like, middle school. Which, I'll bring it up in the sequels, uh, because there's some buckwild stuff in the EU that they could have brought in instead of just mm-hmm. rehashing the plot of, like, hey, the Empire's back. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, but I'll save that for the sequels, and I'll do some okay. elucidating. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Very excited for that. Yeah. Well, um, can I just say at the beginning of episode three, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin do just straight up murder a bunch of droids that are trying to surrender, uh, (laughs) shortly after, like, they've been like, uh, you shouldn't really kill people who are surrendering. Seems kind of fucked up, whatever. Yeah. They're robots. They don't have feelings. Um, well, folks, uh, thanks for, for listening to episode one of Now That's Podcasting. (laughs) such Um, a good title (laughs) thank you want to give a quick shout out to Hanks' heroes Russell, Tuck, and Daniel thank you so much and uh, and yeah we'll be back at some point with with the next installment of this I have absolutely no idea what our release schedule is going to be like yeah in Uh, the sometime in the in a galaxy far far away uh, yeah we'll get to this one I don't know folks there you go now, Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. This one was tough. Um, There's so much. Yeah, so to to give a rare uh, parting of the kimono on this one, it was going to be, uh, do you want to buy some death sticks? It was going to mm. be that. But I think instead yeah. uh, it was pointed out to me that I do a really good impression of this. So, in fact, Sam, it is, do it. Ah, yes. <laughs> Yes. Do it. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Oh my god. What a fucking hero. Yeah. Um on both sides. So <laughs> So thanks for listening. We'll be back at some point 
with our next installment on the original trilogy.